Good job, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of the Pest Control Internet Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Patel, CEO of K3 Marketing, a Google premier partner where we have been perfecting the art of pest control internet marketing since 2005. All right, all right. Thanks for tuning in. It is August. We are churning away through this 2020 year. It's been crazy. I hope everyone's staying safe, staying healthy. I hope business is going well. I hope everything is going well overall. All right, let's jump right into it. Google Ads, formerly Google AdWords, as the name implies, is ads, right? So far, we have not really talked much about the ads itself. And ads, in my opinion, is a pretty broad and in-depth topic. We're probably going to have a few episodes dedicated just towards ads, you know, the different types of ads, what you should be writing, what you shouldn't write, ad extensions, you know, responsive ads. There's a lot of things we could be discussing. However, what I want to talk about today is actually a little bit more of a, I guess, high-level ad strategy. It's called keyword insertion ads. And stay with me, if you will. You'll understand towards the end of the podcast why I want to talk about this now instead of talking about some of the basics of ads. So let's jump right in. First off, what are keyword insertion ads? All right, so let's use an example. Let's assume there is a lady by the name of Susan who lives in Los Angeles. And your company is ABC Pest Control. Okay, so as a company, ABC Pest Control, you've identified certain keywords. One of those keywords is pest control or pest control services or pest control near me. Let's assume that Susan types in LA Pest Control. Now, your ad may or may not be triggered based off of the keywords that you've specified. Now, if you have broad match or broad match modify or phrase match, match as pest control, clearly you're going to show up. And more likely, you know, that's a great keyword. You want to show up for that. So your ad pops up. Great. Now, you can specify you know, the titles of your ads, the descriptions of your ads. However, with keyword insertion ads, what it does, it's a piece of code that you write in your ads header, the title, and you can dynamically, automatically change the title of the ad to match exactly what Susan typed in the, the Google search. So if Susan typed in pest con- sorry, LA Pest Control, then literally your ad will say LA Pest Control. If Susan typed in Pest Control 90210, then the ad would say Pest Control 90210. It's a pretty cool strategy. It's a little bit advanced in terms of the syntax, but it's it's not too hard. If you just do a little bit of a Google search and kind of watch a couple of videos, it's very easy to figure out. And maybe we'll have an episode on it in the future. So keyword insertion ads, that's what they are. Now, question. Is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? Overall, I believe for pest control companies and most home service companies, it's a good thing. I have a group of colleagues who are also into marketing and we get into debates about this topic quite often. I would say majority of my marketing colleagues do not 
like keyword insertion ads. Why? Because you're starting to treat the potential customer, the, the Susans of this world, as, as robots. You know, you, you're missing the human element. And although I can I can respect that view and I and I understand it, I would say it makes more sense when you're marketing for more of, you know maybe a law firm or a boutique store where you really want to kind of get some sort of message out for your for your brand. Nine times out of 10, if somebody has a bed bug issue, they just want to search, click, glance through everything, make sure they just look professional, and then they call, okay? So in my experience, keyword insertion ads work extremely well for pest control companies. Now, I should also mention that if Susan typed in LA pest control near me 24-hour emergency, you know, that that search term is too long to be inserted into the title. I think the max number of characters is 30, if I'm not mistaken. So, what would happen is in your code of the keyword insertion ad, you would have a default title. So if the if the title of the search term is more than 30 characters, it would default automatically to the title that you've you've inserted. Okay. Why am I talking about this now? So recently I've had a few clients of mine call me up. And let's go back to our initial scenario. It would make a little bit more sense. You own ABC Pest Control. You typed in ABC Pest Control in Google. And one of the ads is, it says ABC Pest Control. It clearly says ABC Pest Control, but it goes to your competitor, XYZ Pest Control. You know that guy, you're not good friends with him. He's doing this on purpose. Man, I want to sue this guy. You know, that you get frustrated and, and rightfully so. Okay. So bef- I'm sure this has happened to many of you. Honestly, I get a call about this at least once or twice a month from my clients. It's a very, very common topic. Hence, I'm discussing it today. Now, nine times out of 10, your competitor is not purposely bidding on your name on your brand name. Sometimes they are, okay? Some people run competitor strategies. I personally do not engage on comp- in competitor strategies. I, I don't think it works well. I've done a case study. You know, usually if somebody's searching for a specific company, it's for a reason. Maybe they're calling to complain. Maybe they're calling to pay a bill. Maybe they're calling to confirm an appointment. So, but according to Google, it's not illegal to bid for your for your competitors names and that makes sense i mean google's in the business of getting as many clicks as possible so i'm not surprised there so if you if this does happen to you this scenario happens to you then one thing you can do is look at your auction insights i won't go too much into that right now but essentially auction insights shows your ad or your placement based off of where you are with your competitors. It looks at like overlap rate and, and things like that. If this is something that interests you, you can, you can feel free to look a little bit more into it, auction insights. 
And looking at data and auction insights and kind of doing some reverse engineering, you can determine if your competitor is purposely bidding for your name. If that's the case, then yeah, you probably want to you know take it to the next level, find a lawyer, etc. But nine times out of ten, here is a situation that plays out. XYZ pest control is bidding for the keyword pest control, perhaps as a broad match or a broad match modifier or even a, a phrase match. Susan types in ABC pest control, or you type in ABC pest control, your own name. XYZ pest control is in the same territory. The ad schedule matches up. The keyword broad match pest control is in the search term. So naturally, XYZ is going to show up. Now you may be thinking, well, why is my name in the title? Well, it's because they probably have a keyword insertion ad. So I've seen people literally go to court for this type of stuff. So keep this in mind. This is a strategy that works well. And also, if your competitors are doing it, it may negatively show up on your own brand name. So before you, you know, get super frustrated and, and start picking up the phone and, and cussing them out, you do a little bit of research first, I think, especially with the auction insights. All right, that's it today. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at pcimpodcast.com. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Thanks.